Can someone tell me why we only give when we can get a tax write-off? Gosh, nothing frustrates me more than being in the midst of other CEOs, other people who I know have money. And then they don't want to give any money until they can get a flipping tax write-off. It's like, listen, baby, that $100 is not going to make you or break you and you know it. Why? Why do we only give when we have a tax write-off to gain? Why do we give when there's something to gain? The reality is that in order to build a bigger business and build a bigger life, it flipping starts with giving. I can't tell you how many times I'm in the midst of people who have the opportunity or the capacity to give. And they see a need in front of them and they're like, man, I don't know. Do you have a receipt? Can you give a receipt? Can you provide a receipt? And it's like, are you flipping kidding me? Listen, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. The reality is that not only do you have a responsibility, but we all have a responsibility to give and serve all the time. You know, whether or not you believe in God, I'm going to tell you, I learned a really invaluable lesson. I've read the Bible back and front twice. It is actually still my favorite book. A lot of people don't know that. They're like, wait, does she just say, and there's a Bible in her hand? There is. The Bible is still my favorite book, but it's specifically because of this one scene that you unfold. It's like, whether or not you're religious, this story just will play a simple role and a simple journey for all of us because its purity has taught me a lesson and something I hold on to every single day. So Jesus is walking with the disciples. Okay, they're walking to the Last Supper. The way it worked in that time, you get to the front of the house and then there is a person there, a woman, and she's there and she's supposed to wash everybody's feet before they walk in. It's customary. Right. So they get to the house and all of a sudden they are standing there and this girl's not there. I might mix up the actual names of the disciples, but let's say Peter turns to Paul and he's like, hey, don't look at me. I'm not washing nobody's feet. I'm second in command to Jesus. I'm not going to do it. And then Paul's looking at the next person. And then they're arguing. They're having a conversation around who is going to step in and wash everybody's feet. And they don't want to do it because they're like, I'm not going to be beneath. Do you know who I am? I am this person. And here is my title. And as these fools are standing there doing this, I can just visualize Jesus standing, looking at them. He's not shaking his head like I might have been. But he walks over to the bowl, picks it up because he's ready to wash their feet. Now, as crazy as this sounds, I'm going to tell you 100. It's one of the dopest and most important lessons I've ever learned in business because he had an opportunity. The flipping opportunity was in front of him and he makes a decision to serve. He's there. He's supposed to be the one to be served and he makes a decision to serve himself. He makes a decision to serve even though he's leading the pack and he's at the top of this thing. Like, yo, it was such an important lesson for me. And it teaches me today that my first responsibility is to serve, period. You know, we have a company policy and our company policy is we do the right thing always, comma, even if it hurts. Now, this second part of the policy is the most important to me because I could totally say we're going to do the right thing. Now, if I had left that company policy for we're going to do the right thing, period, I can interpret it however the hell I want to. It could be, I'm going to do the right thing for me. I'm going to do the right thing for the team. I'm going to do the right thing so we don't lose no more money. I'm going to do the right thing so that we minimize the amount of effect or impact that we have. But I'm going to tell you this, hands down, 
Not only am I saying to you that you really and truly need to and want to serve and give, but the even if it hurts means that we are always going to do the right thing. And eight out of 10 times, it's going to be about the customer, about the other person, about the person on hand. In order to build a bigger business, you have to give. In order to be an amazing CEO and to kill it in the streets all the time, you have to serve. You cannot be selfish and get to the top and stay at the top. You cannot, you know, it's almost like we're trying to figure, we're trying to get customers and people to give to us, but yet we're second, third, fourth to give to others when we have the opportunity. How many times a day, a week, a month, do you walk by opportunities to give and serve? How many times a day do you selfishly keep your knowledge to yourself simply because of the fact that someone's not paying for it? It's not that there is a special way to give, but there's definitely a we have to be giving and serving always. With the amount of opportunities that there are to give, I wonder to myself, why is it that we only give when there is a tax write-off? That means when there's something to gain. Number two, stop giving when there's something to gain. Imagine if you just gave to gave, because if you just gave to gave, then man, there's a possibility. There's a possibility that you're going to have, that we get to have people who give to us just because it's the right thing to do. Reap what we sow. But we have to plant the seed that we want to reap first, right? Like we have to plant the kind of seed that we want first. And the seed that we want to reap is normally rooted in some type of give. Do the right thing always, even if it hurts. If there is one thing that I could walk, I want to walk you through here in our time together, it's like the importance of rolling with values. So values in business is what changes the game. It's easy to have a stake in business and then you're doing things. But if you don't have a thermometer, if you don't have a guide guiding you, guiding your team, guiding your employees, guiding your products, guiding your services, whatever it is you put out in the market, then you're kind of running around the world blind. The world needs to know who you are, why you're in business. Why does this matter? The world needs to know who are you? Why are you there? And why should I care about anything you're saying? And without some of these kind of minimal things in place, and we really can't put ourselves in the driver's seat. We can't put ourselves in a seat that allows us to make the kind of decisions to have a long-term impact. The space of giving comes for me in the space of rolling through and starting every conversation with your value system. Before, the very first thing that I put in place before I started really taking on clients and customers in this company is my value system. My value system is part of our hiring process. It's part of how we have conversations. It's part of how we meet and make decisions. It's part of the the conversations that I take on with our private clients. Like it's really important. And some values become prominent more than others, but it doesn't change the fact that your values and how, what's guiding you allows you to be not just an effective CEO, but to really live a life where you're just doing the damn thing. Because, you know, if you're not doing the damn thing, you get caught up on all the little pieces that don't matter. If you're not doing the damn thing, you get caught up on all the pieces that are irrelevant. If you're not doing the damn thing, then you get caught up on the stuff that stalls money. In order to really and truly do the damn thing, you absolutely have to, you have to do what's uncomfortable. And sometimes giving is uncomfortable. Sometimes doing the right thing is uncomfortable. Man, I know that me even have us having this conversation is going to make someone mad. Me saying the truth, me doing the damn thing is me doing the right thing, even if it hurts. Because what I don't want you to do, what I don't want you to do is miss out on opportunity. Miss out on an opportunity that's waiting for you. Miss out on an opportunity that's going to make the world better. Miss out on an opportunity that's going to help you really move the needle financially 
and physically. Because, man, the faster we move that doggone needle, the faster we move that needle, the faster we get to live a life that we love where we can actually <laughs> begin and end every day where we're doing the damn thing daily. Man, have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk, have I flippin' told you how glad I am that you are here, you have listened? This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us, go find us, go follow us, go stalk us, but just make sure that we're connected. Head to do the dothing.tv, dothedamnthing.life, or just go hang out on tiffanylargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we're doing the damn thing daily. Daily.